Tulsa's number one podcast. Showtime, baby. It's Castro X to Titty Tia, Eyes Open, dubbed the home of the emotionally naked. A podcast about anything and everything. If you don't like it, with all due respect, fuck you. Talking about like, yeah? yeah, we went up there to grab it. And dude. actually, dude, bro, the, his house, his mo- the models he created was pretty dope, too. Yeah, he had, like, dope, Iron Man suits. And they had... Was uh, this, like, a real studio figures. or what? Nah, he was, like, a real famous dude. Real I think his famous name was something dude. Snyder. Snyder. But Snyder. Remember, hey, remember that video that he posted with the moonwalk? Yeah. That man, stupid as hell. Yeah, but he had he had a whole nine shebangs. We had a big, like, 20-channel deal. That's crazy. And instead of holding on to it, because around that time, me and Ken, we were back to back to back on music. And, uh, and that was around the time my wife was tripping on everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to respect the wishes, she was like, you got to get that up out of here. And I told Cam about it. He was like, all right, well, we finna go pawn it. And that was like the worst decision in our lives, yeah. bro. I feel like we should have kept that. That's some really worst quick. Worst decision in our lives, bro. Because you spent like what? One fifty, two fifty on it. Yeah, it was cheap because he got yeah, it. Yeah, because he got it for like six hundred, close to a thousand. Because he had two of them, mm-hmm. and we only bought one. <laughs> How much we he only needed one. one. How much mm-hmm. he charged you for on that? I think it was like two, two fifty. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was like mad cheap, and like it was me, you, and Kelia, and was Juwan there too, or was it just us? No, nah, I think it was just us. <laughs> That's when Kelia wanted to go everywhere. We, yeah, we bro, went. we took a trip to OKC, bro. <laughs> Oh, my kids was with me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it was Leona and Tiana, bro. So y'all went out there to pick it up? Yeah. yeah. We went out there. We drove like an hour and something late at night to go pick it up. Oh, almost two hours. Yeah. Came back home. Had the full setup. And it was just sitting there. We we only missed like one small piece that we had. We needed to hook up to the computer. R.I.P. to, you know, old studio equipment. Yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> my first saying. studio equipment, I got robbed. Dude. And then we've been to that. That remember that we went to that recording studio that got tore down. That got tore down yeah. and robbed. <laughs> His name was uh, Bombproof. Bombproof. Bomb-proof. Yeah. Bomb-proof. Yeah. Bomb-proof. Yeah. Bomb-proof. Yeah. Bomb-proof. 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 Shout out Bomb-proof. And he kept on hitting us up too yeah, on some music stuff too. He was the one that recorded uh, "Visualizing the Horizon Where I Stand." Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was a little bit loud, though, bro. Like, yeah, my vocals was, were a little bit too loud. I was yeah, like, but you, you know, you kind of got a loud voice, though. Yeah. Y'all be sneak dissing each other all the time. Y'all ready to podcast? Huh? Y'all ready to podcast? Let's do it. Let's do it. Fuck you, nigga. I'm about to lasso Castro the asshole Turn him into mincemeat For ramen casserole Feed it to a thick booty bad bitch She'll fucking kill me if I try to feed a cabbage Pussy fried catfish I'ma hit them boys with Mandalorian hat tricks I ain't never had shit Till I turn to rap and pull rapper to rapper Kappa Lambda I'm on some fragile shit Packing on Packers damage Damning or stacking damage Acting out like an asses If you move it against me it's like my last You should've taken some classes, uh-huh, baby, what is he rapping, if you couldn't hack it, then maybe you should trash it, I'ma serve it like a delivery package, misery's a habit in the latest fashion, she likes to pull up in the fastest, hoopy with the black tip, we get it cracking, she releasing the dragon, hold up, fire breathing, I am not a heathen, I am just a lion crushing everything he's saying, 
Heat seeking, Miss Alonso with the beacon. With all due respect, fuck you for even speaking, ho. Yo, 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 it's your man Castro X coming at you live and direct with the With All Due Respect podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I got two very special guests in the building with me today. But real quick, before I introduce my guests, I want to make a huge shout out to my boy doing his thing uh, over there in the video game world, man. Shout out to my boy Quantum Guy. And uh, you know what I'm saying? You know he stayed doing it. He ain't paying no mind. I'll at you, boy. He also in the yes. studio, man. So I wanted to give him some love because he over there painting figurines while we recorded, man. So big love, Quantum Guy. You want to say something to the audience, Quantum Guy? What's up, audience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He in the building. <laughs> that's all, that's all we need. Put my funky little goggles on. <laughs> Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sitting here with two very special guests, man. I recently got to have one of these gentlemen in the booth uh, maybe two, three weeks ago. Uh, and now I finally got the other half of this group, man. And as I said, when I had the first man in here, man, they, we go way back. Uh, very good friends of mine. We have, uh, you know what I'm saying, grown. Uh, we've got to watch the development of each other becoming men, uh, I feel, over the years. You know what I'm saying? And proud of these two young men. They two of the coldest pins I've ever met in my life. I remember you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Comicaster. <laughs> uh, so that's that's what's crazy. They go back to Comicaster days, oh, man. They go back to living with my white Batman and hip hop. They were the first, the second. They were the first rappers I ever had on Let's Do an Interview. Uh, but they were the second rappers I ever interviewed. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Had Enough was the first one. Shout out to the gang, man. UV in the building, man. I got Cam in the building. I got that light-skinned man, Say, in the building. You know what I'm saying? Y'all talk. Go ahead, Say. Also something. known as Say 3.0. Uh-huh. Also known as Mr. Say Something, baby. Uh-huh. He always has to sing. But anyways, I can't sing, but you know, it's your boy Cam. No, you got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, it's good to be sitting here with y'all. Uh, little does the audience know, uh, off air, man, we just got done chilling outside for like an hour or so, man, to the yeah. point Seth got tired of it. He's like, I'm gonna go download Studio One on your computer real quick. So he we got inspired, that's all that happened. So we can do some real work, man. How you been, man? It's been forever. Cam, I'm gonna get to you in a second. I had you here just Oh, while, so man. I'm going first. Yeah, I'm gonna so, just talk okay, to you, man. Okay, okay. Last I saw you was at, uh, with all due respect, live, man. First off, let me ask both of y'all, like. What's it was trash, bro. You garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Go home. Look I knew it wasn't going to take the life before you kicked me out. Hey, I, I always kick him out of my place, so it's nothing new. I really feel like that show uh, is a party. Yeah. That's the vibe. A party on stage, man. It's it's, it's wild. I think uh, when you have a, an environment like that, it takes away from it just being a, a, a comedy uh, a comedy show. Um it feels more of like you're at home. You're just chilling with friends right. and you enjoy it. Like, that's how, that's how it should be. And I think that that's shit, special yeah. for, like, the random audience member to walk in and get that feeling. Yeah. You know what I'm Funny saying? Funny, though. Funny thought. You know, I watch a I lot of comedy on TV and you know how vulgar it get about sucking dick and all this extra right. stuff. So, when Shadi was up there and she was talking about her Swamp her coochie was. And I was like, she kind of caught me off guard and she just kind of gave, she looked, she was looking in my area and when she said hey, that, she I thought she was staring directly at me when she said that. Yeah. And you know she got that. She got that. Yeah. She got that one blank face, like the emoji, the straight mm-hmm. mouth mm-hmm. eye emoji. And she looked directly in my area, and I was like, I please hope that she only sees the darkness and not my print. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I know I'm light scan, but please don't let me show out in the dark while she's looking at me, bro. You'd be the only one she see in the room as light as you are and as big as you are. No, nah, there was plenty of white people out there. I'm it was saying. a majority of white people at the show. We had <laughs> some... Nobody was really on, like, 
your size, your also height. Also, another fun fact. The uh, gentleman with the black hat. Which one? On uh, stage? One, yeah, on stage. J.B. Watkins. Yeah. Oh, no, that's Roscoe. I Ubered him home. That's Big Roscoe, the fat, the fat one. Yeah, does he own like a dispensary shop or something like that? Nah, we just no? do comedy shows at dispensary shops. I Ubered him home at one point. Oh, did when you? I was Uber, in my Ubering days in the Trailblazer. Did I remember he talk about his home. comedy? Uh, nah, he didn't say anything about his comedy. I know that he was talking about some other stuff, though, that I don't remember. But I took him somewhere out in... Lord knows where. Shout out Big Roscoe, man. That's, yeah. the, that's the big bro in his comedy you may not, You may not remember me because back then I had like small hairstyle. Small I mean, hairstyle? Small hairstyle. <laughs> what is that? Uh, I used to cut my, I used to buzz my hair. <laughs> yeah? I, I saw, I've never I was seen you with like the fade or nothing like that. You uh, do the fade? Yeah, I do the fade, bro. I, I you ever fade. Seen, You ever seen Men in Black when he got his head blown off and his head is like real small? Yeah. That's kind of what he did. Do you understand how much that stings? <laughs> <laughs> I need a fade, man. I need to get cut. Uh, but I know anyway. I got you, somebody. Shout out to Ty. Uh, she does my hair. And she fades. I'm talking. How much amazing. you trying to hit me for? Because I ain't got no I money. Like, I think it's like 25, bro. See? Set up an appointment. 25. I see what's cracking. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Hey, she, she pulled up. Me up or she I'm, had a spot. Uh, she had a spot. Yeah, uh, there's she an app that you. Yeah, she. Uh, you can hit her up on an app. It's like a barber app that, that shows plenty of barbers that you can link what, up with. What I can't wait for is when we get to the point where we got ball. We got it so good, the barbers will just pull up to the crib. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, bro, it's funny that. that you say that because uh, I was with my brother Q when he came down from Texas, and uh, his brother lives all the way up 91st and broken somewhere, and. Uh, he was like, yo, I, barbie, I, I I do a barber out of my garage, but if you come on a, a later night or I got to come to you, that's a buck. And I was like, you charging $100 for a haircut? He oh, said, yeah, because that's my, that's my time. You take the time for me and my family. If you really want a haircut, you're going to come up on that $100. I said, how many people have done that? He said, two. I said, I don't know about them. Then. <laughs> said, Couldn't be me. Them. I ain't a haircut for $100 for I you. I said, bro, if I'm paying you $100 for a haircut... Y'all remember when haircuts used to be like ten dollars? Five no, 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 ten no. bucks. Let me let me take that back. You remember when a haircut used to be your daddy in the, in the bathroom? So it I wasn't trust, hair clippers. It wasn't my daddy. My Hold on, it wasn't my daddy because he wasn't around. Uh, First uh, off, mm. let's go and drop that. Shout out to the missing uh, parents. But. It was my uncle, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? I remember he had just came out of prison, my uncle Felipe, and he was so cold with the fades because that's oh, all yeah. he did in the pen, and I ain't never had a fade. He's lost his touch now because he's obviously been out of the pen for a long time, and it ain't hot anymore. Yeah, he ain't cutting me <laughs> right. Uh, pick your shears back up or get locked up or something, Mark. I don't mm-hmm. know what you're doing, bro. You trash. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> See, at least you had a fortunate, yo, at least you had that, for, you were fortunate to have that. My mother cut my hair and uh I was there. I could I couldn't go to school the next day. Hey, uh, when you gonna week. lock up, man? When you gonna get the dreads? Uh, Cause you could dread never. easy. You ain't gonna do the dreads? Do y'all know did y'all see me with the ugly dreads? Yeah, I saw it. Boy, the it was, dread phase was crucial. It was fast. Bro, whoever did it, bro. Shut out eyes open, man. My boy Nick, man. He did that yeah. shit. You, you gotta bro, if you really want some dreads, bro, you can lock up with some dreads. You just gotta do it like I'm I good. appreciate your, your said, thought process. I, on that I think I went through it. it. I yeah. freeformed them too though. That's part of the reason they were so ugly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I freeformed them. Hey, shit. so I was at this I was at the dispensary trying to get my medical card because you know I got epilepsy, so that stuff mm-hmm. helps me. I ain't gonna lie, I took a I didn't even know you smoke, man. Huh? No, I don't you smoke. I vape. I vape it to help me medicate okay. my seizures down. Uh, my anxiety's been through the roof since uh, six months. I love months. how I'm supposed to be interviewing y'all, but we just chopped it. It's a conversation. It's a conversation. Bro. A conversation. Bro. But, uh, I had an incident at Six Flags, uh, uh, I think around March. It's not where funny, I got, it's funny. It's funny, so prepare yourself, and you better not laugh. Like, you going to go to hell, bro. <laughs> All right. But, uh, but me being me, I got on a ride, and there was a shooting 
as I'm getting ready to get off the uh, the ride. That's rough already. It's a shooting at <laughs> Six Flags, bro. They locked me on the ride, bro. Did they keep it going? Yeah. So no, 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 bro. He was on the ground. He was, he was about I was on to the exit. ground about to get off. The moment they come up to me, they heard the shooting and locked the, the I seat. I would have pressed go to say, like, go, don't leave them right just, there. That's, that's so easy. I'm sitting there locked on the ride, bro. And knowing me being me, trying to keep my composure, but my wife is right next to me and she's the only person I care about. I can care. No, no, no. They were at home. Forget Thank the niggas. But, uh, <laughs> he said that. But. Yeah, but uh, my wife is sitting next to me and she <laughs> already has anxiety attacks. Okay. And me being me, it doesn't help me is because as a man, I'm a protector and I'm mm-hmm. willing to do and go out any way that I need to go out in order to protect my wife and my kids. Right. That's beautiful, dog. So as I'm sitting there, I'm trying to go into my inner beast mode and try to pick up the locked... Uh, Chess piece that I was on, I'm just sitting there pushing it. It's not budging at all. I'm sitting there pushing them. Get me off this ride. Get me off this motherfucking ride. And everybody, my wife's like, calm down, calm down. I said, I can't calm down. I'm stuck on a ride. And we're just going back and forth and back and forth. And the next thing you know, nigga, I took a high, deep breath. No. Out. Fell asleep. That's crazy. I was it for me. And my wife was like, oh, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. So finally, my wife's telling me the rest of the story because I'm out. Seizure-wise. Mm-hmm. My wife's telling me their story. She's like, oh, they finally got the ride open. They got you off, and then they dropped you on your face. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why she deliver it to you like that? Though, yeah, man? she was like, they dropped you on your face. She said, I let them know that you were very combative. So when you're going to wake up, then you're going to go down. You're going to wake up again and go down. She said, when you wake up, it's like you on crackhead strength. You start picking up everybody and moving. But they, what they don't realize is you after, big that, too, man. after that 15 big. seconds, you finna go. So she said that when I got up, I took a couple of steps and I flat. She was like, uh, uh, and they came up to you. They tried to roll you over and everything. Put a put a uh, shirt under your head. You started banging your head on the floor due to your seizures. And I'm like, okay, it's getting a little bit more interesting. So, and she was like, uh, a couple of guys came and helped her. And you basically like got up, lift them up, moved them out of the way and started walking. And she said, you took three steps and you fell and hit your head on the rail. That's dangerous, like, man, man. I'm going to die somewhere in this story. Like, I don't understand how I'm here. I'm going to die <laughs> later on in the end of the story. She said, by the end of the story, they got me on the, the thing, the, the little stretcher go-kart thing, and uh, drove me to the ambulance truck, and uh, I had a seizure inside the ambulance truck. As this whole time, I wake up into the ambulance, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning, the first words that I could ever remember speaking is, can I get a sandwich? Can I get Because I know in the hospital, if you're hungry, they give you a sandwich, because it's like... Three different types of sandwiches in the thing with a bag of chips and a fruit and a juice. Mm. <laughs> and that was the first thing I asked for. Did you, know you get why? the sandwich? No, I did not. See, what else, the dudes that picked you up, bro, were they were the same size as you? No. They're like, I, were they I, about I like, my size? Yeah. Somewhat similar. Okay, see, this is what, this is what people don't <laughs> understand, right? When you my size, you, you have be. to carry a man that's about seven foot five. Huh. Seven foot five. <laughs> Seven foot five, about two eighty. It's strenuous on a man my size because I'm about one sixty. You know what I'm saying? I can't. You know, I lift, but I can't lift like that. So I remember one time he just passed out from a seizure and he fell out the truck. Uh, you fell out your truck. That was my van. Yeah, was my van. I fell out your van. I remember that van. Yeah. Fell out your van and then literally just at that point I had to take a deep sigh, bro. You don't know how hard, how long it took me <laughs> to carry you from that van, bro, inside your house. Is and not right? only that, I had to get the keys from your pocket while still holding you. 
and then carry you up and out. That's, like, it's like holding your drunk friend from the right. Party, bro. That's solid that you you there for him like that, man. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. That's that's tough, man. How long you been having seizures and shit? I've been having seizures basically since the age of, I mean, since like five. But it didn't start to become conscious to me until my first basketball game. And it sucked. It's because the way that you can find out that you having seizures is going all out during a summer camp basketball game. And they're going to get some water and you collapse. Yeah, that's that's tough, man. Yeah. The first time I saw somebody have a seizure, man, was just a while back. Me and my girl was at a rabbit hole during like a rap show or some shit just showing support. Actually, I think it was an open mic for some comedy. And, uh, man, it was just a little druggy dude outside. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to that man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get your shit together. But you could tell. I ain't being just me. You could tell he did some drugs. Like, you could tell he was on some bullshit. But anyway, man, we were sitting there talking to him, just being nice and shit. Trying to, you know what I'm saying? Just be friendly and shit. Be friendly. And then, you know what I mean? Next thing you know, this dude just started eyes rolling the back of his head. <laughs> and then he fall out on the ground and start tripping, man. We just sit there for a couple minutes like, do we call it like a break your neck video. Nah, I ain't never seen nothing like that. My girl's like, nah, it's cool. He'll come out of it. He'll be fine. He'll come out of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what you mean you gonna come out of what? Come out of life? Like you about to die? Like I was really concerned as to why like nobody was tripping and why she was not trying to call the police. I don't call police, but like in that situation, I was gonna hit the laws. I was This dude about to die right here in my face. Like I don't know what to do right now, man. Dress. If you want training and see, just be around me, bro. I'll train you. You gonna have to be trained, bro, because you have no option. Well, I'm gonna be entirely honest. It just lets me know I can't be around you or your girl when I have a seizure. Y'all niggas just finna look at me. But he came out of it though. She was right. She said <laughs> he came out that shit and she, she gave him some water. <laughs> she you need some hydration, sir. And then he came up and he was like that, that, that. that, that now that's some high quality H two O. It was weird, bro. And then he was normal. Right mm-hmm. after he went back to normal, I was like, man, what the fuck kind of shit? <laughs> I did not know what was happening. Usually man. that's how it is. They just that's carry on about the business. Now, so, see, unfortunately, with me, is when I come out of it, there's some memory loss. Gee, that's it's a lot of energy loss. You gotta load back up. Y'all so, ever like, had that up? Go ahead. I was sitting there thinking to myself the other day, I have Legos that I built. Mm-hmm. And I have this big old Avengership Lego that I built. And I looked at it and I was like, when did I build that? I asked my wife, I was like, yo, when did I build that? She was like, you built that last year. And I was like, I honestly don't remember. So it's it. not memory of like in that moment. It's mem- real memory. Yeah, this is, like these, are, these are like archives. What like, the fuck? Yeah, like, so That's like, crazy. I had a conversation with my wife uh, the other day. And it was about how we first met. And I felt bad is because I couldn't remember fully aware. You know, we all hit it off at. Mm-hmm. And then she, I think she kind of, you know, painted the story just a little bit. Because she was like, yeah, you you, you stalked me for three months. I'm like, whoa, that doesn't sound like something I'm going to do. I'm not even going to lie. She's always been saying that, though. Yeah, she, she's, oh. know. <laughs> yeah she's always been yeah, saying she's that. She's like, you stalked me for like three months. And I'm like, look, man, I don't stalk said, nobody. I like you. And I want you. <laughs> you do this the easy way. Oh, no. Oh, way. I feel that, man. It's all good. It's all right to stalk you. I'm going to shout out to my wife. She's a... She's been a very important piece in my life that helps me remind myself of how awesome and light-skinned I am. Shout so, out to yeah, the light To be able to put up with this yeah, man, yeah. you know what I'm saying, this is a child. Oh, I, I didn't know you was in front of me, though, my father. Oh, are you talking to Donald Trump or are you talking to me? <laughs> I'm talking to you. <laughs> so I do want to address the Donald Trump piece so the audience and people been, at home know what I'm talking about. I've been about. trying to figure out. It's a, it's a, so obviously I'm not a Trump supporter, you know what I'm saying? I do think it's funny that I got the Black Lives Matter flag and the Donald Trump uh 
what is this? A statue the thing? Sta- the head. The love. A bust. Head piece. But what it is, it's a piece of art. It says, uh, make war, not, uh, make war, not. No, art. make art, not yeah, war. Yeah, make art, not war. And then over there it says, make war, not art. I got two of them. You know what I'm saying? It's, With it's, the backwards. On God. Cap, the scully on. I just thought it was a dope piece for the studio, man. But, uh. Let's do this, man. Since I got both of y'all in here, you know what I'm saying. It's been a minute, been a while. Y'all been away for a while now. For a while now. It's been a minute, man. You know what I'm saying. I want to kind of. I've never got to do this. I want to go into uh, kind of the history of Universal Visionaires. Mm. You know what I mean? A Universal a Visionaires. Visionaires. Let's let's do that, man. Uh, you know, uh, I'm glad that you asked that. Now, this uh, is first go of all, I just want to address. Why do y'all one. do that to each other? First of all, I want to address. He he didn't want to mess with me on the whoa, whole music whoa, thing. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. No, no, no. I no, was no, struggling no, no. in life nah. at the time. <laughs> and my mama, she just kicked me out, y'all. No, nah, this fool different, bro. <laughs> so, Universal Vision is started off with a. Um, I can say that he was my brother back in the day. Shout out to Greg Watts. Uh, he's probably up in New York somewhere doing his music, uh, his uh, video stuff. But um, I came across Greg uh, one night. He was uh, doing a uh, study with one of my uh, one of the brothers from my congregation mm-hmm. at the at Kingdom Hall, and uh, he came up to me and he was like, "Yeah, and, you know." He brought a, a dresser to me <laughs> from my family and everything that you could hold a TV and whatnot in it. So he brought that over, and uh, I started talking about, yeah, I do music and all this extra stuff. And he was like, yeah, you do music, bro? I was like, yeah, I know how to do music. I could say that it was a lie, but it's not really a lie, because I used to um, I used to uh, record music with my older brother, Tavors. And that was way back when, when I first started doing music. Um, when I told him I knew how to work the programs and everything, I lied to him. Lies. I lied to him, man. So I ain't even gonna lie. I lied to him. Because you were still trying to figure it out when I came over, bro. Exactly. So it was 10 times worse when I was working yeah, with him. You, I think you deleted some tracks that we was recording and everything. Yeah. Just... So, I mean, I still have some tracks on SoundCloud from when I did music with him. Okay. Uh, and uh, I was sitting there looking at it. And as I'm learning this program, he came up with the name. His uh, It was... Uh, um, uh, young Visionaries. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was Young Visionaries. Yeah, so it was YV. And that was his brand mm. to promoting not only the music, but the videos and the, you know, the photos. Because he was a, a, a professional photographer and video editor. And uh, he started doing that. And then when I started branching off with the music, I continued to stay with the music. So then that's when I came up with UV, Universal Visionaries, is because... Y'all see how he's taking all the credit, right? I didn't have any, you know... Yes, because when I approached him, Universal Visionaries was already made. It's just that he took the mantle of, you know, bringing more to the table for Universal Visionaries. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Universal Visionaries, it was YVUV. It was Young Visionary Universal Visionaries. Okay. And for the longest, you know, I rock with YVUV. And uh, even though that I tried to bring this brand to Greg and everything and tried to figure out how this whole thing was supposed to work with Universal Visionaries, you know, he always did young visionary uh young uh, young young visionaries so i was like yeah universal vision is has nothing a part of this right and then there was a uh it was an issue between miscommunication on me and his part and they came and they took all the equipment left me with nothing and uh i remember remember my wife (laughs) so you was around in these times yeah i was yeah i was around around, but i remember you called me that day he's like yeah greg took everything and i was like what he was like, yeah, he took the mic, bro. He took the, the, yeah, like, the interface, everything. So the thing was, is 
I spent money and I bought it from him. I, I bought all the equipment. And he still took it. Yeah. That's wild. So, uh, yo, he came to my house with a couple of, uh, with uh, his homies. And, you know, they were, I was cool with him. And uh, they came in. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Snatched everything and walked out. Uh, was it I, on some hoop? You know what I'm saying? Some some bullshit or was yeah, it on some it like was like, friendly uh, shit like nah, nah. it was on some like we taking this yeah we taking this oh like, we took all the stuff I mean Ooh. I'm pretty sure they would have took stuff. my computer too you know what I'm saying but I had my kids there so me being me I'm thinking of a protective way yo I'm gonna just allow this to happen so you know nothing happens mm. with me and my kids and they walked out so yes to contribute to what Ken was saying <laughs> I called him up and I was like yo bro Greg just came through here and took everything Everything. He was like, everything? I said, yeah, bro. I, I feel like this is it for the music, man. And he was like, nah. He said, nah. Universal Vision is it's going to grow from here on out. And I'm like, where's the positivity into this negative situation I just had? How'd it feel to hear that, though? <clears throat> this is when I knew that this was Cam. Mm-hmm. This is this is my brother. This is who I'm going to stick with from day one to this the day This is why I, I need the video. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So people can see y'all so like, Because y'all are entertaining as hell. So Cam... You know, for the longest, before this ever happened, I had a group on Saturdays. Was it Saturdays? Yeah, it was Saturdays. It was full of a whole bunch of brothers that we, we knew. and uh, All of them had talent, by the way. All of them had talent. We had talent. beat makers. We had uh, yeah. a female yeah. singer. It, it was it was lit. It was lit. They were all amazing <clears throat> when it came to their craft. And uh, we used to come out Saturday nights. We'd record whatever. We'd chill. We'd drink. We'd, you know, just enjoy each other. And... Uh, then it all dispersed. Like, nobody decided to come back anything. I canceled Saturdays. So when I finally wanted to come back to the music, I tried to hit everybody up. I was like, yo, everybody you before me. No, no, no. Went down the line. Didn't even mention a brother. So right. this whole time, I'm calling people up. Yo, you trying to record the Saturday? Trying to get it back. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's like, nah, nah, nah. We can't do that. We can't do that. And then I was like, all right. So finally, I called Cam up. I'm like, yo, Cam. Hey, man. I got a studio equipment, bro. You still trying to record? He said, yeah, I could do that. And I'm like, I said, like, all right. Such a US. Yeah, like, th- you know how Cam is. He keeps a straight plane. And that's it. Like, yeah, all right. I, if I ever ask this man, yo, you want to eat something? He'd be like, I can eat. Yeah. 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 Like, I can eat. cool, man. Yeah. That's so, like, cool. he says, like, these things. And I'm like, all right, cool. I got somebody that I can record with now. Now, I didn't know that this right here was the start of a a brotherly relationship that forms stronger than steel itself. Mm. So, throughout this whole time, I'm recording with him. I remember the first song that we made. The very like that day. Yeah. I think we finished that song in like 30 minutes. 30 minutes. We and it was like everything. What's it, it called? Uh, uh, ease up. No, no, it, no, it was. It, it was li- we finished li- living in flames, but yeah. we also did ease up ease that up, day yeah. too. So ease up was the one that really like set the bar because. It was like it, it just happened so naturally. Yeah, ease up was a, a real joint. You can check that out on SoundCloud. Universal Vision is most definitely uh, ease up was the very first song that me and him completed. Just me and him, because Living in Flames was already made prior towards that whole sit down, and it was with a whole bunch of other artists. And Cam was on it too, but like you could tell that his verse was a little bit shorter than it should. And then when I came on that, I told him, I said, hey, bro, the only thing we need to do to uh, to perfect this song is to complete your, verses. Yeah, complete your ver- uh, verses. And when I told him that, that was it. <clears throat> I already knew that Cam had musical, uh, lyrical talent. But when I gave him that encouragement to, you know, pick up a little bit more, it's like, 
gasoline to the flame. And uh, when Living in Flames came out, I was like, yo, this is the dopest song that came out. And this is me still trying to perfect my craft as well as him perfecting his. Um, Jump Forward is uh, Cam came through. No equipment, none of that. But the positivity from Cam is, it was something that was more strong than I could ever, you know, imagine. Hmm. And then like one weekend, he came home from work. He said, yo, let's chill for a bit. So I picked him up. No, you picked me up. Yeah, he, he was rolling the whip. And he picked me up, bro. Yo, we went to, uh, yeah, he picked me up. We go to Guitar Center. <clears throat> I'm like, nigga, what are we doing here? And he's that, like, All right, I think that, he that walked day. in that mug like it was an all shopping spree. He said, I need that. He said, what else we need? Oh, let me get that. By like that. the interface, the mic, the sound, everything. We, we, How I long was, had you been plotting on that? I, bro, it was just like actually a spontaneous thing. Yeah. It just literally just happened. Like as soon as he told me, well, we lost everything. I was like, no, nah, we didn't. Bro. No, we didn't. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to let that happen to us or nobody else. I was like, we got this. And that's when we just started taking off. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, so with that, he just came up and he bought the whole thing. Interface, mic stand, mic. I had speakers already. And then uh, I went there and we had like one mic, one headset. Yeah. And, and I, I went I the, next day, yeah. the, the next day, you bought one and then I bought two of them. is because it was like two for like 50 a piece. Yeah. And I bought two AKG headsets <clears throat> and everything. Shout out to AKG. Um, but uh, that is not a paid sponsor. That is not. Holla at us if you try. Yeah. Holla at you. I appreciate really you feeling that in. We appreciate you feeling that musically and podcast. But put us in. We had some of that, and we finally sat down. We had it all hooked up. I talk when I had a, Ooh. I had a big old fat, old school computer sitting there. I had my own room, TV, monitor, speaker, speaker, mic stand, mic, headsets, two people. Ready to work. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we sit down and Ken's like, yo, what are we finna drop? And immediately in my mind, I'm like, I ain't got nothing to drop. And then that's when Ken was like, yo, I got something. And I was like, all right, well, what you got, bro? He whipped out his beat. And I'm like, oh, okay. And around that time, he was working with, uh, what's his name? White dude, Bo. Dame. Yeah. Debo. Kid 918. Yeah. Shout out Kid 918. And, uh, right. Yeah, nah. kid, now he was Debo at first. That's yeah. what you told me last. Now he's, now well, he's who's like, the other one with the feet problem? Oh, Daniel. Who's Daniel. this? There was a brother, man. Whenever we first started linking, went to the library with him, and he makes beats. I don't know if he crippled or not. He seemed a little different. Made beats. Kind of. He was a thick man. I ain't trying to be out here saying you fat, man. <laughs> But he was a fatter boy. He wasn't uh, fat, fat. He though. was a fatter boy. That's Man, way worse. It don't matter. We'll move on. We'll move yeah. on. When we come, we'll, we'll remember that. We'll come back to it. But uh, I remember him, and there was a song that we came out. It's called In My Mind. And uh, throughout that whole uh, time, uh, we wanted, uh, what his name was, Daniel? Daniel, yeah. Yeah, Daniel, we wanted Daniel on the beat. But like we felt like his energy was off the whole thing. But uh, yeah, he, he was like in the beginning of it. But when it came out, it was like, In My Mind. My, 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 my. I don't want to do it. Uh, all I want to do is be talking about me. White Daniel? Yeah. Daniel Hand? Yeah. Shout out Daniel Hand. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> we put that out, and that was a big game changer. Like, that's when we knew our flow was dope. Like, we killed the track. Our mix and mastering was crap, but we still killed the track. We put out the track. We got a, a, tons of feedback from it. And then after that, everything just started flowing in. I'm talking about like endless nights. We had no responsibility at I'll all. Take that back. I had responsibility because yeah, I had two kids. You had the kids at these yeah. times. 
but it was in uh, it wasn't a, 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 it wasn't anything that was going to hinder is because you know the kids were kid uh, babies at the time, and they mostly slept throughout the day, and then when Cam came over, it'd be like from five in the afternoon to like four in the morning. Bro, that'd be sometimes I would pull up at like ten in the morning, and we would literally, we would literally be up in the studio from like ten to probably like ten at night. Yeah. Ain't that beautiful though? That shows how much y'all loved it though. Like y'all don't get tired, y'all don't get bored of it. it's like this is what I want to do. Because I mean, when you got somebody that constantly like you can bounce off of and you can get inspired by, like, it's there. It's that just, it factor is there. We always I mean? had something to work with. Like we we came up with crazy ideas. We were not afraid to that's, go outside of the box. That's that's something I want to from the outside looking in, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like I've had a bit of time to to watch y'all to study y'all. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's something that I admired, right? When mm-hmm. we first linked up, I was with the Scratch Dungeon uh, goofiness. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I've always admired how comfortable you gentlemen are with getting out the box. Right before we phased out and I stopped getting to talk to y'all, mm-hmm. y'all were doing some funky shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which was different than what, when I first came in contact mm-hmm. with y'all. Y'all was more on some boom bappy shit. Right. And y'all just kind of constantly progressing, constantly doing something different, man. And just so comfortable with being different. And I loved that about y'all. If y'all don't know, uh, at home listening in, Castro X is a fan of UV. I fucks with what these boys do. Y'all look crazy with it. You know what I mean? That's mainly because we some weird niggas. I <laughs> love that, though. Like, ain't nobody fucking with y'all. But I'm not going to say, edit that. But... That's how I feel, but we're going to continue, though. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but... Uh, Y'all think just I, different, man. Yeah, I think around that time, bro, if I can remember correctly, I think around that time, like you said, we was making boom baps. Uh, boom baps. We were making funky hits. I'm talking about... I, I think my number one Crazy. thing is when people used to ask me, I say, men can't make music that your mama will cling to. Mm. And uh, everybody look at me weird, but like we have a couple of songs that were like that mad disco boom bap and everything, and you know... We flew with that. Like, that music was something. And it's crazy how our flows would match the beat so perfectly because mm-hmm. we got a unique flow. Like, we wouldn't just stick to, you know, like, we can do trap, we can do we can do drill, we can do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's just, for the simple fact of it is, like, we just wanted to go as far as we can as far as the music goes. Mm-hmm. We just literally saw that there was no limits. I love that y'all do, y'all didn't limit. Yeah, exactly. No limits. Y'all did not limit yourself. There is no box when it comes to UV. It's very much like, what do you want to do today? What do you want to create? Exactly. And that's exactly what y'all do, man. Exactly. I even see y'all uh, to the point of like, man, if y'all wanted to genre drop, jump, you know what I'm saying, to go to do a different style or something, you like, I want to put, punk rock. Yeah, I don't put it past you boys to, to do it and do it comfortably, though. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's the thing. But uh, anyway, man, continue with the story. I didn't mean to cut y'all off. Oh, no, nah, you good, bro. You good. Uh, I think around that time is when we finally we finally, we, we finally tapped into our inner chakras. Mm. And uh, mm. that's when creativity became like a big, a big, you know, come up for us. A universal vision is when you look at, when you hear universal vision is, I don't want you to just think of it as a name. It's, it's really there to provide, it's speaking for those that are unable to step outside the box. It's because we know that the universe is endless. Mm. And we're going to encourage that wherever we go. Like, you're basically, whatever you set your mind to, don't just limit yourself to just doing one thing. Like, you can do anything you put your mind to. And I know that's cliche, but like, Not at, all. at the end of the day, like, when we first addressed each other, and we, went, we were going through the <clears throat> traditional hip-hop path, you know, with mm-hmm. the boom-bap. We always love hip-hop. We always oh, yeah. love the traditional boom-bap. But we kept on experimenting. Bro, 
How about we do this techno beat? Yeah. How about we do this little uh, R&B joint? How yeah. about we do this? And you know, of course, your boy had to come on with the silky smooth vocals. Mm. They light skin, brown eyes. That's what we riding with. Independent, self-sufficient, mind is full of confidence. So like, it was joints like that that would, you know, have our step, uh, have us step into a mind frame of putting ourselves in that situation. One of the things that I, remind, I admired about one of your music videos. Uh, you were walking, I think it was I downtown. Had videos back in the day, yeah. I remember that. You had a you had one music video, I think you showed us, and you was walking downtown, just rapping to it. I That's mean, that uh, every day. Yeah, you, know what I'm saying? you was rocking that video, and I, I I saw the emotion and the story within that video. Mm. And that was when you was back in the dungeon days. Mm. And when I watched that video, I'm like, man, I want video, <clears throat> I want video quality, not so much the quality, but the the emotional and realism in that video. I think that that's one thing that I mean, uh, y'all can agree with me on whether I'm beating that like lyrically. Like I've always been invested in what the fuck I was saying. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's always been a big thing for me. Is like I mean this shit. Yeah. This is real. You yeah, because I mean saying? you got to sell it. Like in order for people to listen to your music, part of the part of the way people are gonna listen to your music is if you're tapped in emotionally. You gotta you can't be genuine. Just sound like yeah. you're reading a script. Right. Nobody's mm -hmm. gonna listen to it. But I feel like you've always had that side of you, always. Like, you were always emotionally tapped into what you've been writing. Mm. And that's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. That's right. something I feel like I've uh, fallen off on as of late. I'm just, I've been writing some good things. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? I'll be bodying myself, bro. I'll be bodying. I don't All know the why. Time, bro. It, but, cool. it, like, you know that's mean? where we come in and we always let you know. You selling yourself short. I do want to talk all the time. I do want to talk uh, about my experience from the first time hopping in the studio with you gentlemen, right? Uh, because it was very different for me going from scratch dungeon vibes to trying to step in and work with UV. You right. know what I mean? Y'all know I wanted to feature for a long time with y'all. Before um, you get to that. All right. I, do your yeah, thing. we right there. Um, around that time is when we started branching out. <clears throat> Music started to become heavy to where there was a guy in Australia uh, I think his name was Bond. Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bond. Uh, yeah, he reached out to sauce. us. Yeah. yeah, he reached out to us and he was like, "Yo, I really dig your music. I want you to hop on this track with uh, with me." And immediately, I'm, I'm like, "I don't even know this dude from the jump, but let's go ahead and give it a shot." So we did a feature for them, uh, for him, and then Cam did a feature for him solo. And around this time, this is where, like, a month down the line, somewhere around that, Cam comes up. He goes, "Hey, yo, we finna go meet this one dude." I uh, used to go to school with, and he's pretty dope. He's a big fan of our music, and he said he wanted us to come and reach out to him. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I, like, I mean, at just, that, my like, mindset, and my mindset was like, all right, I guess we're going to start meeting people anyway, so might as well go ahead and branch out. Now, around this time, I didn't have any any expectations. I didn't have any you know, drive. I was just <clears> I'm doing this because I want to do this, and I love music. Mm -hmm. When it comes to making music, Music only means, uh, the only meaning to music to you is what you put into it, how right. much you feel about it. My life, if it was just me and I didn't have any kids or had a wife or anything, I'd be solely uh, invested, invested in, in my music. Mm -hmm. It's because music is what I was able to vent to. I was able to release my anger, my anxiety, you know, my emotions out on it. Mm -hmm. So whenever I was on a track, even if it's a, you know, a techno or R&B or a boom bap, I was releasing all my energy on that beat regardless of how it sounded uh, lyrically or you know the flow that was provided on the beat it was always me 100% me let me ask you something bro how many songs do you think we recorded like unfinished and finished all together 
Well, I know in the studio right now, from everything that we've had, is over like two hundred. And this is history shit too. This yeah, is yeah. old shit. So from what I've had recently is two hundred and seventy-five. Man, what's and that's not counted to the hundreds of songs we made back then. Yeah. What do I gotta do to just tap into that library? Just for personal, just so I can listen to all oh, shit. Like I want to come through. It's there. Day. Can we just do that one of these days, or bring your shit one of these days? And just let me just. It's just there. Bob out Bro, I have it in the Dropbox. There's like so <laughs> many credit. Like we have so many. Like I'm talking about just based off of. If you want to break it down, as far as if you like people that like to flow, mm-hmm. if you like lyrical stuff, if you like things that sound good sonically, like we were also progressing as far as our mixing and mastering. We're nowhere near as far as like a professional or as like what anybody would be as far as Tulsa locally as mixer and mastering, but we started to grow with this music thing to where it would, I feel like if we would have stayed with it, who, who knows what we would have been. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, uh, it's only, the potential was there. Mm-hmm. So that leads me to a question I know we was about to get into when we all linked up and shit, but I, I kind of want to jump mm-hmm. a little bit if y'all don't mind. Oh yeah, yeah, we can uh, forward jump because we was going to come directly back to you. Yeah, no, I'm going to go ahead and for a jump. Uh, we kind of told when we met a little bit last time he was here, I think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, as far as music. Uh, I want to get into uh, kind of the, the pause on UV, right? Mm-hmm. That's something that Castro X, I got to get. I gotta kick it real. That's something that I ain't got to tap into yet yeah. necessarily as to what happened, why the music stopped, and what are we doing now? You know, okay. that's very important to me um, as a fan. You know what I'm saying? I'm I like, got you. We need you want to start it. And y'all don't yeah, got to get okay. into the dirty deets if y'all don't want to get into no oh, dirty no, no, deets. No, no, but, you know, I, this is the home of the Emotionally Naked Podcast. With yeah, all due respect. so, with all due respect, <laughs> <laughs> to, to jump into that atmosphere. Uh, around that time, I'm married. I've been married for nine years. Mm-hmm, four mm-hmm. kids. So, uh, around that time, me and my wife were having a, you know, I guess you could say a, 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 a tough a spot. Trial. Yeah. And around that time, me and my wife weren't seeing eye to eye, and it was because I was so invested in my music mm. that I totally put her and my family aside. Mm. And you know, when it comes to music and stuff like that, a lot of artists come in the game singly is because of stuff like that. It's because when you become famous, you start to think about the people that group around you. Mm. So that's where my mindset was heading. It's like, I'm about to be famous, you know what I'm saying? Forget my family. I'm going to do whatever I can to get to where, you know, I can provide. This shit looks in, uh, enticing. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So when you look at a picture so beautiful, you know, you look at it for so long, you start to have that, that want for it. Right, right, right. And I feel like it's also that constant battle. Like, not only, like, you wanted it so bad, like, it was enticing, but also who you were trying to do it for. Because, man, you had, con- bro, we had, like, hours conversations. Mm-hmm. I just want to be able to. Provide you know, for do my this family. for my family, provide yeah. for my family, and I'm like, well, it's all about the balance. Yep. And sometimes we we struggle with that in life. And that was a that was a big that was a big situation in our lives as a a, 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 a group, and we've always talked to each other about how we can do to better ourselves. Uh, but uh, but going back, you know, me and my wife were not seeing eye to eye. We had consistent arguments and fights about, you know, where am I at? When it comes to my family and it comes to my music, and the only thing that you know hit me the most is when I realized I went back to you know my mom and dad. They consistently argued and fought, argued and fought, got back together, you know, had a child, you know, it was like six of us. So, you know, around that time, my mom was super abusive, mm-hmm. and whenever my dad would leave, if there was anything that we did within that time frame for my dad leaving, you know, her anger would get released out on us. So we got like hurt, and that's a big 
big P, uh, PTSD moment, and I didn't want to have that to interfere with my life, with my wife and my kids. So I told my wife, I said, I'm going to lay low on music for a while. I'm going to build my, my family and my relationship with you and my kids. Yeah, that's uh, big, though. You know what I'm saying? The fact that you decided, like, I'm going to step back and take care mm-hmm. of what really matters to me. This music is everything. Mm-hmm. But y'all are also every bit of that everything. You exactly. know what I'm saying? How, how many times do you think we, we stopped doing music? Like four or five times? Yeah, four or five yeah, times. Bro. I think the first time is when we did the Saturday deal. We broke it up. And, no, it the first big. time. The first time for me is when I stopped, broke it off with uh, Greg. Yeah. Stopped with the music with Greg. Came back. And that's when Greg took the, the stuff, and then it was, no, before that, I stopped the music with Greg, and I started doing the music with, uh, you know, the Saturday Night group, and then I stopped that, and then came back with Cam for like a good little minute, stopped for like a good month and a half, came back, and then Sometimes that's when we met. like probably four or five months. Yeah, then we met up with you, mm. and we was doing music from that. That lasted for about like, what, two to, th- two to three years, yeah, maybe? Yeah, two to three years, then we took a step back from that. Came back again, and that's when we started talking to uh, Evan and Tony. Mm. And then that was like my my last step back. It's crazy how much time went by. <laughs> yeah, and I think this is the beginning of my nine years like, of, <laughs> of marriage. Uh, when we were uh, doing music with Evan and Tony, I think that was when we did our first show as UV. Oklahoma so, City. I do remember that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get to go to that, but I have heard about that. My boy Kyron was out there. Shout out Kyron, man, for popping yeah, out. Yeah, so we had play. a whole crew out there. Kyron, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I ain't even gonna lie, bro. I felt like we did dope until I saw the video. <laughs> I ain't got bro, to see I it. still got that video still? on the camera, bro. <laughs> I still got the video. Kyron, was... Kyron a sweetheart. He say y'all kid. Y'all did y'all shit. But I've heard from y'all. You know what I'm saying? And we could have better. Did I, hot doodle. Yeah, yeah that's bro. good. It's shit to work out, man. Because, you know, I plan on getting y'all but, off some stuff. But that's soon. just us being critical. You know, because once you're being creative, you're very critical. You're your you're toughest critic. So I feel like we could have done a lot better. And we know we expect much more of ourselves. So. But it was our first show. So, Thanks. I mean, I didn't really expect. I expected us to give us our all. But at the same time, I didn't expect that whole experience to be any less than what we did. And then when I watched that video, I didn't realize how tone deaf I was. <laughs> Same thing with me. I literally listened to my bars and my singing, and I'm like, it's like I know I could have sounded 10 times more better than that. Uh, of course, at the same time, we didn't have all the high-quality equipment to hear ourselves and hear the way that we you know, project our, our vocals on the mic. So throughout that whole time, I was in the moment. <clears throat> Saw people in that. I, I think I said something stupid, some stupid mess like that's but, how you that's how you rap, that's how you sing, and some mess like that. Bro, we was just improvising yeah. on stage. It was, <laughs> it was horrible because they only had two mics and there was three of us. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so we had to pass the mic as soon as we got done with our verses. All right, bro. Now him and Tony had to pass the mic because I was doing the vocals and my verse plus the chorus. So that's something uh, me and Jesse are really used to, man. A lot of these spots only provide doing mics, so we steady passing that mug back yeah. and forth. You get used to it for sure. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, okay, where are we at now musically, though, man? Because uh, where are we at right now? There's a lot of things I want y'all boys to get to doing. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just, we got to bring back UV. Maybe this is a conversation that needs to be had between the two of the gentlemen. But I will say it's Cash X. Let me be the middle man. We need that. <laughs> we need that. We need that supply and demand. Do y'all know? I don't know if y'all understand, man. Let me fan. Let me fangirl some more. Do y'all know how cold y'all are? 
Too cold. No, bro. Y'all ain't y'all. I don't know if y'all got to be out here with the rest of the city musically right. and, and see these other cats. It's some talent out here. Shout out. I love them. Right. But ain't no reason the two of y'all and Juwan's little ass. He was little. <laughs> I don't know if he's little anymore. When I saw him, he was young. I know. He's he still. Nah, still that short. Nigga still he was young. a little he man. Just, that nigga he, still four he, five. He a homeless little man. That's what he is. Yeah, hey, I mean, Juwan, you better get on him. When, nah, when nah, you nah. see him, bro. Hey, but, every, here, expect this. The next time that you see me and Juwan together, I guarantee that nigga call me a shoebox. Okay. Okay. Where's that come he from? He said he's shaped like a shoebox. Yeah. Juwan little, man. He a little fella. <laughs> he was saying, shout out little fella Juwan. <laughs> so you but, see uh, how Cam look. He look homeless. But Juwan look even more homeless. It's like they share a homeless box together. That's all right because the, the dopest motherfuckers, every time Kendrick Lamar J. Cole yeah. look homeless, they cooking. <laughs> they cooking. They cooking. Cookin it's too crazy. Forget, forget about how I look. You finna worry about these bars. bars. Hey, you want when they <laughs> drop it? You like scorch. You right. You right. I rocks with the homeless look now. You right. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna say that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you can't yeah, hate, yeah. man. I, I, I'll definitely say, as far as UV goes, though. Like I know we're gonna we're gonna start getting back in the studio. Mm. That's as far. That's as far as I can say. I'm, I'm not gonna make any promises about full leg projects but we're definitely about to start cooking up something I need so. that man y'all are y'all are my motherfucking shit so I just want to put y'all on the damn stages <laughs> I'm like man why have we not tapped into this world yet your boy been out here grinding I got y'all man mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I think look. my I think my my deal is is ever since I took the step off mm-hmm. you know I, I spoke about I appreciate seizures. your honesty too, yeah bro. I uh I, uh, we spoke about how my seizures were. Mm-hmm. Around that time of me stepping off from the music, my seizures started to get worse over time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to today, I can rememberize half of my stuff. Mm. But I have to really be on, you know, working. So it's going to take extra effort for you to yeah, do Yeah, for me to, to be do. able to not only remember my rhymes to, mm-hmm. you know, to show it, but also when it comes to recording, I have to make sure that everything is there. Right. 100% you good. Uh, so for me, it's Lights a lot can't more. Say over here, knocking off my laptop. <laughs> I know it's 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 ten times different for me. Is because I'm, I can't say that there's not rappers out there that are dealing with health and mental conditions. But regardless, it's something that you're dealing with. Yeah, I, I, I know there's one arm uh, one arm basketball players out there dunking on whole teams. <laughs> so I can't say that my situation is not any less common than what they're dealing with. I just know for me is I have to work ten times harder mm. in but order you, for me to. Huh? You got your boy. Okay. Come on now. <laughs> I, I, I no, do I know that I have a lot of inspiration and a lot of support behind me, which I could never overlook. I don't always that. I don't discredit, you know what I'm saying, at all though, that you, you, you got situations that you're going through, brother. Hundred percent. That's that's tough. You know what I mean? Uh you do have to apply yourself more. But the thing is where I sit on my end is like I just believe in you, man. I know y'all can do this. I know you can do this. I know y'all can do this individually. Y'all are just the shit, man. So, you know what I mean? I hope to see some big things coming soon. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But uh, what y'all think, man? Uh, we, we, we had an hour. We want to make some music. Spoilers. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, to speak on my end, and the only reason why I say that, the music is always going to be genuine with me. I am ready to drop a track whenever. I'm a stay home dad. I'm gonna go ahead and throw that out there. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and throw that out there. I'm a stay home dad. I am open from nine. I take that back. Around like eight something to five in the afternoon, unless my wife decides that she wants to be home that day. Hmm. But any other day, I am perfectly fine about where I'm at. 
It's because I'm 100% free throughout that time frame. So whenever it comes to dropping a track, that's the only time I could be available. <laughs> that's the hey, only time I'm I could be available. I'm used to it because I remember going over your house and you like, hey, bro, we only got this much time. Yeah. Like, Let's get two, two we, or three tracks done. I'm about to say, we recorded at least about two to three tracks less and less time than that. Like... Maybe an hour. An hour, bro. We dropped and like two to three tracks within an hour. That's how fast wild, we were moving. Bro. And, and that's the thing. That's what's crazy about the tracks y'all dropped. With that little time, is they quality, though. Mm-hmm. It don't sound like y'all dropped it in that little time. You got cast it. Drop shit, it <clears throat> takes hours. And mm-hmm. it sound like they did it in 30 minutes. Like, yo, bro, go back. <laughs> redo <laughs> that. Redo that. Run you know that back. But... Man, shout out to y'all, man. It's just because we hold we hold each other at a high standard. We, mm. I mean, I love this dude. He's my brother, man. He's my brother, so I wouldn't yeah. expect. I gotta throw the cheeks his way sometimes too. Yeah, I catch him up. Little always. Oh shit! Talk about the cheeks is all in his hands. It's regardless, and it's the vice cheeks versa. are all in the hands of Universal <clears throat> Visioneers, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about. I'm a big fan of mangoes. <laughs> I'm a big fan of mangoes and peaches, bro. That's my favorite fruits. Y'all wild, Mangoes and peaches. Do me a favor, gentlemen, since we're nearing the end of the show. Go ahead and plug up uh, where they can find y'all's music, man. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to let my bro go ahead and handle this one because I don't remember. Uh, We we do have a SoundCloud. Just type in Universal Visionaries, and you will see everything we've made, the good, the bad. You know what I'm saying? Everything. It's got yeah. an image of a little space-looking cat. Yeah. 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 Uh, I even have a, a SoundCloud, just Savon Novotny, S-A-V-O-U-N-N-O-V-O-T-N-Y. And I even got some some songs on there from when we first started. That's literally where the start of Universal Vision is came in. Mm. And that's where I started to rap and started putting my music out on that. But if you really want to go back, go to Reverb Nation. <laughs> the Reverb, Reverb Nation. Yeah, Reverb. That's uh, Universal Visioneers on Reverb Nation. That's the beginning music of me and Cam. That's crazy. Yeah. I will plug this, though. I am trying to make a little EP. It's called Soul Food. Uh, I think I'm just going to probably throw maybe 10 tracks on there. Yeah, because you got uh, greens, beans, tomatoes, potatoes, chicken, <laughs> all that good stuff on it. Uh, and extra sauce. Yeah. Because we got the sauce. Because we got the sauce. But, yeah, be on the lookout for that. Like, I think I'm, like, most of the way done with it. We just got to give a few features on there, and then uh, well, I'm ready to show the world. Most deaf, most deaf, man. We it's look forward to music. it. Uh, once again, I want to thank y'all for rocking with me today, man. It's been absolutely beautiful. Anytime I get the link with y'all, y'all popped out to what I do respect live, and I was giggly behind that shit. I was just so happy y'all to be there and uh, seeing me do my thing, man. Y'all are, y'all are brothers to me, man. Y'all are family, and I genuinely rock with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Hey, he was twisted, though. This man had his feet on a table with his toes out. I was nice that night. That night I was doing a damn thing. (laughs) I'm celebrating, man. Beautiful. The the journey. I think that man blew his cheeks like once or twice in jersey. Yeah, man. I said the jersey. The journey. Uh, (laughs) Nah, I had to call myself out for it because they would listen to it and comment in like, bro, you ain't saying Come on, bro. Jersey. said the jersey, bro. Yeah, (laughs) they would have gave me a lot of heat. But, uh, man, like I said, I rock with y'all. I appreciate y'all. Uh, go ahead and uh, check your man out October 15th live at the Vanguard uh, Castro X Comedy King Castro X Comedy we out here we doing that uh, October 22nd man with all due respect live ladies and di- uh, edition girl on girl is gonna be crazy it's gonna be nasty it's gonna be explicit it's gonna be perfect come peep that 
uh, October 29th, man. Uh, Lyrical Elite Rap Battle League coming back with a six card or a six match card, man. We're going to be doing the damn thing there. Uh, check us out on Facebook with all due respect podcast, Instagram with all due respect 001, Twitter at A underscore broadcasting, Twitch at W A D R, Twitch at W A D R underscore TV, YouTube at with all due respect broadcasting. I think I already said that. Uh, email us at with all due respect podcast at gmail.com. I think I don't forgot, man. <laughs> with all due respect, you forgot. Uh, but yeah, this has been the With All Due Respect podcast where we express our, express our truest thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And for those of you that don't like it, with all due respect, fuck you. And we out. My man's Peace all out. through my, my closing. We out. We, we gone. Bye. Bye. Where am I going, though? Tell them bye. Oh, oh bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs>